Haya FM podcast. Saturdays with Jenny. I was reading um, over the last few days, and I got this from a friend of mine who does who does writing for a living and so many other things as well. And uh, and that was Larise Tates, who's the publisher and editor of Joburg in Your Pocket. And she was talking about a morning that she spent at Regina Mundi. And without belaboring it, Larise, just tell us why you went to Regina Mundi. It's it's a, a cathedral that is familiar to most of us. It has huge struggle associations. I mean, the history of that church must be absolutely fantastic. And I don't know if anyone has written it, but but if not, well, there's there's a, an opening there. But I read what you wrote and I was just so fascinated. Tell us about your, your journey there. Great. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks for having me. Uh, Organised a visit to Regina Mundi. We do a lot of work with Strauss and Company, the auction house. And they had a particular painting that had come up for sale, which I'll let your other guests talk more um, authoritatively on, called The Black Madonna and Child. And it's um, there is the another version of the painting. The first version of the painting is actually in Regina Mundi Church. And they asked me if I could help them organise to visit the church and to some extent take the two paintings to go and meet each other and in that way tell a story about the history of these works. Well, well, well tell us briefly the history because the, the Regina Mundi that is in the church, in, in at least Regina Mundi, the Black Madonna that is in Regina Mundi was given, donated to the church by Harry Oppenheimer, is that right? Yes, I'm going to defer to Alistair on that because okay. he can give you a, <laughs> a better yeah, history with, of with, it. With, with pleasure. Well, this is Dr. Al- Alistair Meredith, no yeah. stranger to the oh, show. Thank you for having me, Jenny. Yes, it was. So the the large-scale, mural-scale painting uh, was commissioned by the Star newspaper in 1973. I think they had intended to put it on the front cover of their Christmas edition that year. Uh, they also wanted to sell it and generate funds for a, an education fund um, that, that, that they were organizing. Scully painted the work. It was purchased by Harry Oppenheimer and almost immediately donated to, to the church in Soweto. So there it is, and there along comes Alistair with the new, when I put it new in inverted commas, you know, Black Madonna. Now, now tell us a little bit about that. So, the, you know, as I say, the idea was for the two paintings to meet. Um, and I sort of, things have been really quiet. The church hasn't been visited for the past year. Mm. Um, and really Soweto tourism has been highly affected by mm. COVID, obviously. So I worked through a guide that I've worked with before in Soweto, Raymond Rampola King, who's actually uh, Soweto's chief birding guide. Yes. And he he introduced me to Dan Dubé, who is a resident guide at Regina Mundi Church and has been a guide there, I think, for 29 years and on the property for 31. Mm. And in that time, he has seen an incredible amount of history um, and just events pass through that church. And his familiarity with what's happened over those years is quite incredible. We probably could have spent a few days with him, mining his knowledge. And he's met everyone from Michelle Obama, who he refers to as Mish, (laughs) to to Angela Merkel, Angie. Um, And he just took us on the most amazing tour of the space. And when I arrived there to meet everyone, the church was actually empty. And I walked into that space on my own. And it's a church that seats 2,000 people um, at full capacity. It's the biggest Catholic church in South Africa, if not in Africa. I need to double-check that. But it was just 
this light streaming through into the church through these incredible stained glass windows, which are, they tell a story of South Africa. They were donated by the German government. Um, and they actually tell the story from the Soweto riots through to Nelson Mandela. Just absolute beauty in the church, but also it's incredible to be in that space and see how connected it is to the rest of the world. There are artifacts and pieces in the church that come from Poland, the Polish government. There's different references to the Black Madonna over the years that have been donated. So there was a Black Madonna, I think, from the Mexican government. So just really amazing detail and also then taking back to the going back to the sort of history the more recent history of the church is also that this was the place where students in 1976 took shelter and dan dubit showed us the bullet holes in which i've always heard about but had never seen showed us the bullet holes in the ceilings the bullet holes in the windows showed us the quizzed alliston whether he knew which where the the guns that were shot inside the church and what was shot from outside which you could (laughs) actually i got it right pure (laughs) fluke but i did get it right but but um, Mr. Why this fuss about the Black Madonna in the first place? It was very, very controversial because she was paint, painted black. As a black figure, absolutely. I mean, this is uh, initially in 1973, and then the second version, which is coming up for sale, is 1976. So it was painted in direct response to the student riots, and, you know, the, the protesters took shelter in that space. And for Scully to riff off that kind of uh, horrific historical moment and paint a second version, which is a little different to the first, shows how how interested, how moved, how affected he was, like so many artists at the time, um, you know, by, by that violent moment. So, so how does it, how do the two actually differ if you yeah. would have them next to each other? Um, firstly, the size. Uh, the second version is smaller. Um, so popular was the initial version that uh, Scully did a, a, a print run of it. Uh, a huge number of prints were produced. And he actually took one of those prints and attached it to a larger canvas, worked into the print and then painted around it in oil. So it's a mixed media work and Scully was increasingly interested in mixed media uh, productions at that that time, um, but it has this beautiful sort of turquoise and mustard halo around it. What he's done also is the actual uh, Madonna and child's faces have been blackened out. Uh, you can't see their features, and of course, uh, you know that's probably a comment on uh, the sort of loss of black identity at that moment. It's a very powerful image that, but it also has this bright cross in the center of the composition that uh, I suppose is the overriding symbol of, of, of hope that maybe the church represented at that time. So, so I understand that Strauss and Company actually flew the picture up for you, Larice. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, yeah, we did. Well, the, meeting, yeah. the meeting of the paintings. <laughs> so, the meeting of the paintings. And when you saw the two of them together, what were your thoughts? No, it was incredibly moving because they actually brought the painting and it was all wrapped up and put it down in the church and behind it was the, this enormous kind of large-scale work hanging right at the front of the church. And the two were almost in conversation with each other. So it was really, yeah, it was Yeah, it was special. amazing. I, I hadn't seen it either because, no. of course, we literally flew it up from Cape Town. It, it was all wrapped, went straight to the church. It was unwrapped in front of all of us uh, then for the first time too. Um, and, yes, having the two reunited was quite special. Um, of course, they were never conceived to be shown together. So, yes, to reunite them felt like a, an important moment, even very briefly. Yes, and I mean a good opportunity to see the, uh, actually note the differences between the two. Yeah. Uh, apart from the obvious, dif- you know, difference of size. Yeah. Um, just some of the, and, and very subtle differences as well, some of them. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, 
I would argue, and we've actually spoken to uh, Scully's daughters who who no longer live in the country and, and got their comments on the picture. And, you know, they feel that, that the second version is a little darker, uh, a little more violent. Um, it was 1976. Exactly, absolutely. Um, so, so there are some symbolic inclusions that, that reference that violence, these uh, sort of dangerous forks coming in from the left and the right. There's a, a, a machete silhouette on the one side. And then on the bottom, uh, which is a, a generally decorative abstract element, there are a lot of sort of slashes of red, uh, which one can imagine um, mm. refers to, to that bloodshed and violence of the time. Um, so those kind of differences were amazing to see. Um, I do think the initial version that, sta- that, that, that lives in the church is a lot more hopeful. Um, that was, you know, three years prior to the violence. But um, yeah, having them together was fantastic. So, so one of the reasons that that we're talking about this is that the sale. I mean, I don't know that you get emotional about things like this, but it really should be sold to somebody in Joburg. Just talk us through yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, this is a uh, this is an important. Johannesburg historical artifact you know it, it, it's deeply emotive when you stand in front of it and and I think you it helps knowing a little bit about the church about the history maybe having spent time in that space so yes it would be ideal if, if, if it was being sold in Johannesburg but it is being sold through our Cape Town office and there are a number of reasons for that it's lived in Cape Town for a long time um, and I think the seller wants to see it sold in Cape Town which is which is perfectly understandable um, Scully had a, an important part of, of his career spent there too you know he moved in 1976 um, and the second version um, was most likely painted in Stellenbosch. So, so even though it was uh, very much inspired and influenced uh, by uh, by the Regina Mundi um, and the original Black Madonna, it was painted in Stellenbosch. So, so really, this is an online auction. So, actually, you guys don't really care where yes, anybody I mean, comes the, from. These days, it's the very honest. different. Um, <laughs> You know, we, we, we call them now virtual live auctions. So, yes, we have a, an auctioneer in the rostrum, but it's all live streamed, you know, through our website around the world. There's real-time online bidding. So, in reality, um, we have no idea where the people are uh, bidding. Um, but it is on view. Uh, it's something I should mention in Cape Town. Um, and and any listeners who, who might be in the vicinity of Woodstock should really go have a look at it. It's quite amazing. Is it the Strauss Galleries? In- uh, it's actually at, at Brickfield Canvas in Woodstock. Um, the entire sale is on view there uh, in a sort of lovely new space. Um, so, yes, it is, it is on show there. You can also see it through our website uh, on the Matterport views, the 3D gallery views. So even if you're not in the Cape, you can get a good, uh, a good view of it on our website. So people would just go to www.strassart.co.za. So, so, so do that. And it would be really, really interesting to compare the two black Madonnas and just to see what Alistair has been talking about. And the darker, the sense of everything being dark. I mean, it, it was a very dark period in South Africa's history and Regina Mundi I mean you it is the most incredible place and the history really is astonishing and that guy is worth his weight in gold absolutely you know it really is so so I mean I don't know that uh, Larice I mean I just thought that that piece you wrote which was so moving and short 
and um, and uh, and then talking about uh, Regina Mundi, um, and of course the Black Madonna. And I thought I've got to get you guys into the studio, and the two of you have just made it come alive for me. I really do hope it stays in Johannesburg for some, you know, summary. Re- I don't know. Is anyone from a certain family that begins with O listening to this? <laughs> yeah. Because I know I know there's um there's a thing on Colza Cattle just across the road from where I am, which we're going to be talking about soon, soon. But honestly and truly, if there is anybody with a letter, you know, letter o, maybe this is just something that that can stay in, in Joburg because I think it should. Yep. So uh, the auction starts tomorrow, but yes. the auction for this, I think it's lot three, four, six? Yes, uh, it's on, uh, that, that's on, on Monday. So Monday that's going to be on Monday. Yeah. So, so get excited, but go online, have a look at it. If you happen to be going down to the Cape, go and have a look at it because you're looking at, at history. And, of course, go to Regina Mondi and, uh, and see the original there. And I think, oh, it's part of our history. Yeah. So, so both of you, thank you so much for coming in on what I know was a busy Saturday morning for both of you. So oh, thank you. pleasure. Thank you for having <laughs> us. So that was Larise Tates, uh, publisher and editor of Joburg in Your Pocket. Is that piece that you wrote in Joburg in Your Pocket? Um, there's an extended piece that there's, we published okay. uh, this week. All right. So you can actually read what she wrote. And Dr. Alistair Meredith, who's the art expert or one of the art experts at Strauss and Company on the two Black Madonnas in Soweto. So remember, it's going to be auctioned on Monday. Let's keep it in Joburg, guys. Somehow or other, we should we should be able to find out and let you know uh, next Saturday whether it stayed home, which I'm talking about Joburg, uh, or home in the biggest sense of South Africa, because I think I think it should. Unless you've got someone sitting in miserable old London with cramped, cramped we, quarters. We, we do. We certainly have some interest uh, from the UK. All Already. South African expats, um, many of whom have spent time in the church uh, in the past. So, so that's exciting too. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, there are lots of people listening. So let's, let's see what actually happens. Both of you, thank you very, very much indeed for joining us. Oh, absolute pleasure. Thank you. Saturdays with Jenny, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM Podcast. Go to kayafm.co.za for more.